Live from the DenverSports.com zone across from Training Camp 2023. Thanks to Con Construction and Ting Internet. Getting set for today's practice. The Players Club. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning. All electric and built Ford Tough. Yep, we are here. Live at Training Camp 2023 across the street from the Centura Training Center at the DenverSports.com zone. I'm here with Orlando Franklin. Chad Brown is not going to be joining us today. He will be at practice. Got eyes on practice. You know, Orlando, one of the difficult things about, for us, for the Players Club, judging Training Camp 2023 is we, the players, haven't been able to watch those players very often. (laughs) Yeah. So we have to rely on people like C. Salami and D. Mac. And uh, Andrew what's said on the radio station, right? What is said on the radio I know station? For me, um, I get home every single like as soon as we're done at twelve every day. I am um, right to Stokeland's act, right? I got to listen to what Stokeland's act yep. has going on yep. because they're at practice every day. Yep, right? They're able to see it. We see practice every third day, each and every one of us. So uh, that's the rotation. That's the time slot that we're in. Training Camp 2023 is on the air thanks to Ting Internet. If you live in Centennial, make Ting your light speed internet provider for as low as $89 a month. Go to ting.com slash centennial for more info. So you said it. We only get to go one every every three days, and we are relying on other voices. But you have been there a couple times. And something you observed there um, from... Javante Williams, a running back, coming back from his ACL, who, um, you know, everyone's really excited to see out there. And you had some thoughts on him yesterday that he doesn't look like you would hope a starting running back for your team might look at this point in camp. And, you know, the, the folks who work for the fan who have been out there had a little pushback on that or at least told you to pump your brakes on that and thought that, hey, that's not who Javante Williams is anyway. He's not a burst-through-the-line kind of a guy. He's the guy who's going to wow you on game day because he breaks tackles. Mm. What's your response to those kind of, that kind of pushback you've had? <laughs> um, great. They have their opinion. I have my opinion, Nate. Um, I can tell you this. Football at this level, it, it doesn't matter if you think it's all about speed. You have your guys that can absolutely take the top off, right? You have your Tyreek Hills of the world and guys that just, when they have the ball in their hand, they look different. And then you have your guys that that don't look like that speed, but it's one notch underneath. Right now, I'm here to tell you that Javante Williams doesn't look like he's even one notch underneath. So for me, that's cause for concern. Now, when I see a guy that clearly does not look like himself, in training camp when you're not tackling you're not hitting all they're doing right now to Javante Williams they're running by him and they're touching him they're playing two-hand touch with him and if that knee is not responding how could I say okay come the season when this guy is going to get in the game and he's going to live bullets are going to be flying and it's all about reacting now and it's putting your foot in the ground and going in a different direction and trying not to get tackled or trying to break tackles that this guy is going to be able to do that practice at or play after play it's just not gonna happen that body will wear down and he's not himself right now that's the harsh reality of it now can Javante Williams break tackles absolutely he can break tackles 
But I remember a young Melvin Gordon that had to learn the hard way, thinking that this was college, that he could bounce it to the outside and he could outrun everybody. You can't outrun anybody in this league. Everybody's fast. You have linebackers that run 4-4. You have linebackers that are faster than running backs in this league. And for you to think that everything, okay, bounce it outside or, or I'm going to break every single tackle, what about those big boys? What about when the pocket collapses on you? So I think Javante's going to have a harder time than what people think. And that's just being honest with what I'm seeing out there. And you've been in those coaching rooms. You've sat upstairs after training camp practices and gone over practice film and talked candidly about each and every player, right? I mean, they, they're having these discussions up there in those yeah. offices, right? So so what would your plan be for Javante? Would you pull him back a little bit? I mean, do you still want to see him out there in preseason as well? Um, so the, that's, I think, Sean Payton, Vinny, the head athletic trainer, uh, Javante's coach, and Javante got to have a hard discussion. And that hard discussion that happens every single day. How are you feeling? Because I want Javante to tell me how he feels when he wakes up. Because now, judging on what he says he feels, I can now look at the practice film that day. Look how he looks. Does he look like he's a step behind? Does he look like he looks absolutely great the days that he says he looks great? And I'm going from there. But if Javante wakes up today, Nate, right, and the Broncos are getting ready to practice in an hour and tells me, oh, guys, I look, I feel great. And then I go look at the practice field, and it doesn't look like that. And it looks like he's a step behind. Right. Now I know I can't trust the player's word. But if Javante wakes up and says, hey, coach, you know, I feel great, and he goes out there and has a great practice, I can trust his word. And tomorrow he says, hey, coach, I feel a little bit of soreness, and he looks like he's a step behind tomorrow, I can trust his word. And now it's about games, right? When we wake up um, getting ready to play Arizona Friday morning, how do you feel? Oh, I feel great? Okay, let's get him out there. Let's see what he can do. Oh, coach, I don't feel great. Okay, let's pull back a little bit. You've got to be able to trust the player in this situation because the player's coming back from a major knee injury. And when he does feel great, you look at how he responds now, right? So it's about if he goes out here today, he feels great. How does he respond tomorrow? Javante, are you feeling great tomorrow? Because that's going to be able to give you a good tell on how the season's going to go, right? Being able to trust his words, but now when the live bullets are flying and he is being tackled to the ground and he does have to react and, and try to get away from runners and, and there that, that, you know, that interior of that line is collapsing on him, how does he re- respond the next day and the next couple days throughout practice getting ready for the next opponent? And I think it's got to be that type of working relationship all year with Javante Williams until it comes to every day, I feel great. He go, wakes up, has a great practice, wakes up the next day, I feel great, coach, has a next great practice, wakes up the next day, I feel great, coach, goes into the game, I feel great, Rob wakes up on Monday, I feel great, coach. It has to be like that because he's coming back from an injury. You can't just rush this thing because that's how guys hurt something else and now all of a sudden he's on IR. Yeah, there is a difference between how do I feel and how do I look, right, out there on the field. And uh, there, there may be an, a, a situation where the pain is not there for him, but he doesn't have the burst. He's not himself. And that's up to the coaches to be able to see through that because he's, he's, he's inside of his own pain bubble. He's, in, he's responding to his own pain and how it's feeling on a day-to-day basis. He doesn't always know how he looks out there. That said, we also got to remember in this sport we're, we're constantly trying to be superheroes. I've had concussion issues where I've lied about my concussions, and I've had a concussion that stuck around for nine months. And guess what? I showed up in OTAs and said in April, three months in, when I was still having concussion issues. Hey, coach, I feel great. I'm fine. So it's such a hard 
time, it's such a hard sport to evaluate guys because guys are constantly running away from being labeled injury prone or labeled concussion heads or labeled, hey, I can't get back from an injury. Yeah, how you feeling? I'm ready to go. I'm good, coach. I'm good. Put me out there. It's about toughness, really. Football has always been about toughness since you're a little kid. Get up and get back in the huddle. It doesn't matter if that hit hurt. Of course it hurts. That's football supposed to hurt. Get back in the huddle. How much pain can you endure? The guys who can endure the most end up on that field right there across the street. And that's how it is. So it's hard to get a player to be completely honest about what's going on with his body. But if you're gonna if you're gonna create create some symbiosis in the process, you actually have to create that. If you guys are out of camp, stop by the denversports.com zone. It's right across the street from the Broncos facility. Grab yourself a bottle of water. Thanks to our friends at Gravinas. All right, we do have a preseason game against Arizona on Friday. What is practice going to look like this week? We heard from Sean Payton yesterday. There's a lot of good nuggets in there. How are they going to prepare for the cards? That's next. Live from the DenverSports.com zone across from Training Camp 2023. Thanks to Con Construction and Ting Internet. Getting set for today's practice. The Players Club. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning. All electric and built Ford Tough. Welcome back to the Players Club. Right across the street from Training Camp 2023 at the DenverSports.com zone. It's game week. Arizona. I feel like we played Arizona every single preseason when I was here. Was it the same with you? Yeah, I played them every year, but I always, when I was here, it was always the last game. Yeah, ours too. And that's you just a quick, play, quick trip. You were in a Gilligan hat, weren't oh. you? Doing interviews on the sideline. <laughs> did you have to um, play in that last preseason game? I did not, but my rookie year, the guys had a running joke going on, and they got Dave Magazoo and John Fox and Mike McCoy to play along with it, and they told me, like, hey, you're going to have to play in this game. Like, it doesn't matter. You're a starter. You're a rookie. You have to play in this game. Mm. And I was just like, okay, here we go. You know, I guess... And then I get to the game, they're like, no, you're not playing. Come on. Are you serious? Come on. You're not like those other losers. <laughs> but it's, And then the, the next thing that happened now, Nate, is, well, you're not playing, but we only have six offensive linemen up. Yeah, so you're emergency. Yeah. So make sure that you have, like, your, your, your stuff in your pants, like your, your knee pads, your thigh pads. Make sure your hands are taped up just in case because we got to be able to get through this game if somebody gets hurt. Yeah, that last preseason game, they don't suit up a lot of guys, and so if you are suited up, you are going to get a lot of run. In that game. <laughs> That's going to be the most tired you ever are because as a receiver, not only are you playing every play on offense, you're playing every special team as well. Yep. In a real game, you wouldn't be doing both. Yep. You'd be doing one or the other. That's but, the only time it's good to be an offensive lineman, that last preseason game, because <laughs> you know you're only playing offensive Yeah, line. you're not covering kickoffs, <laughs> yeah. thankfully. But this is the first preseason game of, of the year, and it's going to be an interesting one because we get to get eyes on this Sean Payton Denver Broncos team. And uh, Sean Payton was asked over the weekend how they're preparing for the Cardinals. Here's what he said. Look, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday will be kind of Broncos practice. Thursday will be Cardinals emphasis. We'll travel Thursday night, um, walk through Friday, and then play Friday night, come home. So in the regular season, the whole week would be obviously devoted to the game. In the preseason, you know, you're still putting in stuff. And so we don't have that. Monday starting on Arizona. That'll come later in the week. Later in the week. So one practice, right? One practice where they kind of put in a really simplified version of what actually we're seeing out here. Yeah. It should be something where the guys don't have to think. They don't have to listen for any calls on the line of scrimmage. They can just pin their ears back and play. Will they do one practices and two walkthroughs, though? 
because he talked about practicing on Wednesday, on Thursday, right? And then he said leaving Friday, uh, Thursday night, right? We know that he talked about Friday being a walkthrough, but yep. a training camp, you're you're allowed to have two practices, but quote air quotes when I say two practices because one is a actual practice, and then the the one in the afternoon is more of a walkthrough. So, is that three looks at Arizona now before you play them? Yeah, probably so. Do you think they'll be doing any any like? personnel scouting on the other side, talking about the guys they're going to be facing and who to look out for and who their studs are, where their weaknesses are. Absolutely not. That no. comes during the game. That's always been during the game for me. Like, so when you were interning with the Niners, you didn't have to do any of that for, for preseason? Oh, no, no, no. When I did the internship, you want to see guys be smart football players and yeah. see how they'll react as well, right? Uh, okay, is Arizona a 3-4 or 4-3? And I want to see how my guys respond. Do you know the structure of a 3-4 defense versus a 4-3 defense? Are you a smart football player or are you a guy? Because you're still learning things about these guys as well, Nate. So I like that. How You kind of just, yeah, these are the plays that we want to run against Arizona. And, hey, you know, these are what we like. But now, as far as personnel goes, you guys got to figure that out on your own. The coaches help on the sideline as well. Hey, they got 44. 44 is not a defensive end. He's a standing outside linebacker. But you do want to see how these guys respond and just their football acumen. This is this Arizona Cardinals team, is a, they have a new coach as well. So yeah. VJ was there last year. Didn't go well at all. The Cliff Kingsbury experiment uh, exploded. He, he he took off with an Instagram model to Thailand. I don't think he's back yet. <laughs> have we heard from Cliff Kingsbury? So we put him out wanted posters. I think he's probably good. No, he's good. I think he's. I think he's got a good amount of money. Well, he's been grinding. Had to deal with Kyler Murray for the last couple of years. Dealing with that contract, right? Uh, can't play PlayStation, or he's awarded to play, allowed to play PlayStation for a certain amount of hours each week. He's, he's got an hour right. and a half a day. Yeah, so you know, had to give these guys Instagram breaks, social media breaks. He did, and it didn't during work during his time. Did not work. Did not amount to winning football games. Right. Now he's just stressed out in Thailand somewhere, just. Drinking away, drinking or my ties, my ties or, on the or beach. some lattes, some, some early morning lattes. Yeah, probably and, some really short shorts on. Oh, the shorts, the tiniest. Yeah, little banana hammock yeah, there. The sun's out, thighs out, baby. Yeah, you got to get that tan. It's got to be even. It's got to be all the way up. Um, all right, so this Broncos team. Now we're going to get into this as we go along, but the idea was, and Sean Payton spilled it, um, and we're going to talk about this later, but. The, the starters are going to play, and not just like one series, like three plays, five plays, or whatever. He said 15 to 18 plays. These uh, these guys are going to be out there. Uh, I imagine that depends on the length of the drive. Like if it was, you know, the first drive they're in is like a 12-play dr- touchdown drive, he might yank up after that, be happy with that. Yeah, if it's crisp, if it looks like, hey, we're able to walk right down the field, no issues, no sacks, no pre-snap penalties, man, you, know, you might throw the towel in after 12. Say, yeah, you know, I've seen enough out of this offense. We don't need to go do that because now you you run the risk of, oh, man, that was a very, very bad uh, one defense for Arizona. We might go out there and have another elongated drive. Football does have a bunch of injuries. Why risk it? Right, so the heck with this. You know, let's shut these guys down. Or maybe it might be a situation where if it was like that, hey, Stedham, go, go with go with the ones. Let's. We want to get you a look out there and see how you go out there and perform, knowing that you not you you haven't got a lot of work with these guys in training camp because normally you're going with the suits. Yeah, that's a good point. These quarterbacks are splitting reps. Like if there's a 12 play period, they're all getting four reps. I heard a lot of the fellas on the station uh, complaining about that. They want to see Russell get 80 percent of the snaps and these other two guys fight for the scraps. That's not what Sean Payton is trying to assemble here, though. I see you nodding. You, you shouldn't be nodding, John. Uh, 
Because these guys are competing, right? These guys are competing for a job. Do you, well, I'm going to ask you this. Do you see a world in which one of these quarterbacks can beat out Russell Wilson as the starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos? This year, hell no. Absolutely not. It's all about Russell Wilson. It's all about Sean Payton fixing Russell Wilson. So um, I, I get it. You know, you want your quarterbacks to be able to get extensive work, but they're going to be able to get all the work that they need as this thing goes later on. Uh, preseason game number three. If you're Sean Payton, I don't know how you're handling it. Are you playing your guys at all? If you're not playing your guys at all, that's when Stedham and Danucci they, they get their the bulk of the reps. Um, that Russ might get a vet day. We've seen some guys out there with some vet days, right? I mean, we've seen Frank Clark. We've seen the DJ Jones. Uh, we've seen some guys. Uh, Javante Williams had a hat up, bucket hat on him. That's more coming back from an injury. But Russ might some way find his way into a vet day. He is in his mid-30s. Right, that that wouldn't shock anybody. Nobody wouldn't question that in that football on that football team. Or Russ probably would be like, "No, coach, I got to get out there." But that wouldn't do anything to anybody else. So you'd just be like, "Oh, Russ is not going today. Okay, good for you. Like, when's my bet day?" That's what I'd be like <laughs> if I was in that locker room. So that's when these quarterbacks are going to get those reps, those extra reps. I, I'm with these other guys, Nate. I think that Russ should be ramping up the reps. I remember when Peyton got here in 2012. Uh, it took about three OTA practices before Peyton was like, yeah, this doesn't work. Like, we're getting ready to, to try to win football games during the season. Like, I need to take more reps. One of those things is not like the other, though, when you're talking about Russell Wilson and Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, uh, I don't know, man. Peyton Manning had a had a, had a clear gra- a grip on the, the leadership, the performance, the excellence of being the leader of this team. Isn't Russell trying to, trying to still snatch that? Does he... Does he have that cachet that, I don't know if I said that right, but does he have that sort of clout that Peyton Manning when he had here, uh, was had when he was here? We're going to get into that as we go along, but guys, <clears throat> where am I? Oh, yeah, here we are. We are here live from Training Camp 2023 in the DenverSports.com zone. Thanks to our friends from Con Construction, commercial general contractors specializing in tenant improvement and design build projects for over three decades. That's Con, K-A-H-N, Construction. Dot com. All right, um, some really interesting stuff we're talking about here. Quarterback reps, preseason um, playing time. Andrew Mason is going to join us next and elucidate. He's next. Live from the DenverSports.com zone across from Training Camp 2023. Thanks to Con Construction and Ting Internet. Getting set for today's practice. The Players Club. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning. All electric and built for tough. We're live here from Training Camp 2023 in the DenverSports.com zone. Thanks to our friends from Randy Ross Tennis Center. Get it out. Get it out, man. Get it out. Get it out. We're having a little bit of a, eh, just a kind of a, yeah, just a, just a phlegm, just a phlegm issue. Yeah. All right. Are you good? Yeah. <laughs> I saw the stars. What was that about? You God you're... told me it's not my time. The tunnel was. It's not you. my time. Go back. Okay. okay. Oh man, what was that? Oh, a little bit of phlegm right there. Yeah, man. Yeah, okay. You gotta get it out. Yeah, it out you know what I mean? Good. That usually happens somewhere in the five a.m. hour for me, though. Oh, really? It doesn't really happen at this time of day. Well, you just you just house that burrito. That too. Maybe that's what yeah, it was. Maybe. 
chilly. Maybe. All right, we welcome in our buddy, senior Broncos writer at denversports.com on the Johnson Auto Plaza hotline, Andrew Mason. Andrew, thank you for joining us. So, some interesting kind of narratives have been going. Oh, Jake Plummer in the house. Okay, he's going to maybe join us after this segment. But some interesting uh, um, conversations around quarterback reps, okay? And there's a lot of narratives going on around um, uh, um, training camp, but... The one that I found interesting was the people pushing back that these quarterbacks were splitting reps, four, four, and four in a 12-play period, as opposed to, you know, some folks want to see eight reps for Russ, and then two, and then two. Where do you fall on this? I'm fine with four, four, four. You got to get everybody to work. You got to get them up to speed. Uh, you want to find out on Ben DiNucci whether you want to keep him on the 53 or maybe try to pass him through the practice squad and, uh, Shoot, I'd go a step further. I would, uh, in, in at least one preseason game, I would give Stidham a, a series or two with the rest of the first-team offense. So if he gets thrown out there during the season, it's not his first time doing it in a game. I saw that uh, with Buffalo last year. They When the Broncos went up to Buffalo for that preseason game and got annihilated, Josh Allen came out, but most of the rest of the first-team offense stayed in and Case Keenum went out there and ran it, and and so I love that. I, I love that idea. So I I would actually go a step further with in the preseason games. But yeah, four 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 split. That's that's fine. You got to get them all reps. Is this for the whole entire preseason, Mace, or is this for a certain time period? Because ultimately, Russell Wilson, it's all about can you fix him? And, hey, can you win games because of Russell Wilson and with this offense? And this this Walton Penner group, they've spent a lot of money and invested in this offensive line. They're not going to want to see this offense go out there and stall out this year. No, but at the same time, they, you know, you're, you're going to get the evaluation on Russell Wilson over the course of the year, right? That's going to come. That's that's going to come naturally. I, I don't think. I, I don't think a, you know, all of a sudden going to like six reps or eight reps in a twelve rep period uh, right now is going to appreciably change that. You gotta. I mean, you, you gotta get the whole team ready ready to go, and and training camps about evaluating the whole team. So I'm honestly, I'm, like I said, I'm perfectly okay with with the rep split. Andrew, uh, typically our interview goes a little longer here, but uh, uh, Broncos got great. Somebody more important to hear. Than <laughs> Broncos you. great. Yeah, I, I, I understand. I I accept it. I look if it's if it's a dude who uh, had the team in the playoffs uh, three times, led the, led the Broncos to a massive playoff win over New England back in January 2006, I'm I'm cool being bumped for that. All, all right. right, that's all right. Appreciate you, Andrew. Thanks for joining us. Yep, you heard it right. We are joined now by our friend Jake Plummer, my friend Jake Plummer, former Denver Bronco great Jake Plummer. How you doing today, buddy? What are you doing here? I'm good. I just coming down, and you know, thanks, Andrew, for for stepping out, you know, and uh, giving me a chance to, to join you guys. But down to just sign some autographs, see the fans, watch a little practice. Try to come down here once once or twice uh, preseason and show my face and see some fans and just see what's going on, get a pulse of what's happening down there on the field. And I like like so far what I'm hearing, but hearing things, it doesn't do me justice to, like, see it. I want to go and see it and feel it and understand, like, where this team is. Jake, right there, you, you already said it. You're kind of interested in, in you know, you, you look at this team, the Denver Broncos, because you, you played here, right? And, and same with me. Even though I sit here with the media hat, that's how I view this team. I have a vested interest whether this team wins or loses. I just want to pick up right where we left off. You played quarterback position. How important is it for these reps right now in training camp? And should Sean 
Peyton be going with a 4-4-4 approach with all three quarterbacks right now? Or should Russell Wilson be getting a little bit more than trying to hit the ground running once the season starts? I don't know where they're at mentally or with their, you know, how they're performing on the field at practice. But me personally, in training camp, I knew it was going to be a grind. And it, that was what it was. And it, it was a different grind than it is now. When we were two-a-days, it was, it was full on. But at this pace that they're at now, and I, if I was a starter, I would want every single rep. I mean, coming off of a, a really a dud year yeah. where people are doubting whether you can play or not, I would want all the reps I could get with the number ones. You know, number twos, fine. But give me as many reps as I can with the guys I'm going to be playing with come first game of the year. And that's what I would fight for. Now, I know you got to develop some backups, but but really just your backup. Who's the backup? They split the remaining reps. Those two, whoever's battling for that backup spot. But number one should get a lion's share of the reps. That's how I would have uh, gone to coach and demanded that. So I you would have went there. I would have said, hey, I want more reps. Yeah, I remember now, Peyton I, did the exact same thing. If I'm tired thing. and it's like four days straight and it's the fourth practice I might say hey cut me some reps out I'm tired my arm hurts but I can do that just by going to the training room they tell the coach they automatically cut my reps but if I'm if I'm coming off of a dud year and I got to come back and try to lay, lay it down for this team, I want every single rep I can get so that when I come out on the field on game day number one, I'm ready to go. All right, well, what about this? What if he has to prove that he's worthy of being the starting quarterback here because of his performance last year and his performance the previous Who's year? He's going to take his job right now. I don't know. I mean, okay, so Sean Payton talked yesterday. Jared Stidham or Ben DiNucci, one of those guys. You're going to go get to see him right now. Who? Tell me. Jared Stidham. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not doubting these guys. and I, 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 Great. I think I'm sure. Jared Stidham and Ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci is like the guy nobody ever heard of. Jared Stidham is the the guy who signed as a backup this offseason who had a – he was with the Raiders last year, had a good game as a backup um, when they, you know, benched Derek Carr to see what Jared Stidham could do. He had a good game against the Niners who was one of the best teams in the league. Um, but anyway, Sean Payton yeah, seems to lack this. You team. said it, backup. Right. But, okay, so so Sean Payton is saying that trust your eyes and what you're seeing out here and forget how these guys got here. We need to yeah. evaluate them and put our best players on the field. Yeah. Right? Coach, that's coach speak. I mean, that's what they're going to say. But there are some guys who, no matter how poorly they play, will still be starters. Is that what you're True. saying? True. And, and it also depends on who is asserting themselves as the leader of this team. Is Russell Wilson part of the team now? Or is he is he taking himself out of that that blob of good, the sweaty messy goodness that's going on? <laughs> what are you talking about? Is he in there the leader? If he's the leader know. of yeah. this team, then right. he's the guy that's the starter. It's right. not Ben or the other guy you said. Like these guys are Tanucci. backups. Yeah, they're backups. Their voice is there, but it's not really heard. They're there to. Sh- to, to support, support him, him and be there and to throw to the other guys and be as good as they can be and be ready. But there's one QB number one, and if he ain't asserting himself as the leader during camp, then there's questions, and they should split reps if that's the case. And if yeah. we're, as Coach says, evaluating this with an open, where, no matter wh- how they got here or where yeah. they came from, Russell Wilson's a starter. He should be getting the reps and asserting himself. And if he's not, then, yeah, bring these other two kids in, get them more reps. Yeah, so you believe that doesn't matter that it was a bad year last year. If you're QB number one, you should still be able to go to coach and just say, hey, you know what? Like, I want more reps. Because that that's, Jake, that's the problem I have when I go out here. I don't see Russell Wilson, like, commanding that offense. Like, I watched a two-minute drill last week. You know, offensive lineman jumps offside on first and 10. Now it's first and 15. Then the tight end jumps offside. Now it's first and 20. And you got Russell Wilson like, okay, guys, let's go. Like, yeah. I just remember, like, like, I jumped outside, and I remember, like, Peyton, like, chewing me out. Yeah. And, like, feeling like I let the whole team down 
now everybody, like, I wanted to curl up and, like, crawl up in a little hole. And I don't see that leadership quality from Russell right now. Yeah, you know, there's, I don't know. I haven't been around him or watched him on the field enough to know how that is. But there's ways to do it, too, without it standing out. Mm. I mean, in two-minute drill at the end of the camp, someone jumped off sides. I don't have to make a scene about it. I can go in the, I can go in the huddle and look over at Matt Lepsis and say, come on, dude, get your, get your head on. Yeah. Let's go. And that's just a quiet way to assert, like, get, get it together, pull it together. You don't have to make a big scene. This isn't leading for the fans or leading for these cars driving by. It's leading for the guys that cross the ball and the guys that are, that are busting their ass so that they know that you're in this and that, you're ma- that it really matters. And I think Russell's a great quarterback. He's shown us that he can do it. It's just, has he, has he got the team to believe in him yet? You know, I'm, I don't know. That's what we have to find out. I mean, last year it was a struggle. It was a bad year. Uh, everything starts over. I had some bad years in Arizona, but every time coming into camp, it was like, let's go. We're going to be the best team in the league. You have to believe that. So a lot has been made about this offensive struggles the first couple weeks of camp. The the defense has been just kind of feasting on the offense as the offense tries to put in a new system, mm-hmm. right? And Sean Payton's implementing that new system, whereas the defense still running similar systems to, they, to what they did last year. They have a new coach, but it's still the same concept. This defense was kicking the offense's butt last year as well in camp. You know, when I look back at training camp. Some days the offense would get the defense. Some days the defense would get the offense. But we were always completing passes, you know, on a daily basis. Do you remember days that would go by where you just wouldn't even really hit any passes? Like, were there some days that were so bad in training camp where you just couldn't get a completion on these guys? Yeah, there were times. There's there's always those little moments where there are a new wrinkles put in offensively or a couple new concepts and then maybe defense adds a new defense and then they're out of position too so it, it muddles the whole play up but at least there's uh, consistency you know and, and usually at the start of camp defense always dominates they're running the simple coverage they can fly around especially without pads on where you can't assert some physicality there and like t- show the defense hey we're we're equally stronger if not strong if not stronger than you and you can't physically beat them because and without pads they can fly around and and, and get in your way and, and make it look like they're the ones dominating but I, I would look more that the offense is in the right place. The guys are getting their depth on their routes. And if the ball's not completed, if it's a bad ball or it's dropped, hey, you can work on that. But guys getting to the right spots is the most important thing. And any of this, these new offenses they're going to have to learn is, are they understanding the concepts? Are they getting to the right spot in the right time? If the ball's not completed, that's okay. The fans are going to be, whoa, come on. But on film, are the guys in the right spot? Are, are, is is Russell just maybe not getting enough time because there's no pads and homie on the D end is is flying coming in and like sacking, I'm sacking you every time like yeah if we had pads I'd be getting right up in your grill you would not be sacking me every time but without pads it's tough for the offense to block these these guys that are flying around on defense so looking at the film would show me if the offense is struggling. Or, hey, are the guys getting into the right spot? Are the holes there, but they're just closed because we're not in full pads? We'll find out when the preseason starts. You know, if the offense looks better, looks more smooth against an, a team that doesn't know it very well, then, then we'll see how the offense has progressed. But it usually starts that way. Defense is always dominant the first few days of camp. So uh, w- one more question for you, Jake, and then you can go on your way and be the uh, the uh, well celebrated. Sign some autographs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sign some autographs. Yeah. Kiss some babies. <laughs> so you were. Um, so how old were you when you stopped playing? Uh, Thirty-one, I think. Thirty-one. Yeah. Okay. Russell's thirty-five. Uh-huh. Last year, he took off running a few times. He dove for the end zone, tore his lap. 
He dove for the end zone another time, landed on his head, concussion. He went for a, he tried to scramble for a first down, tore his hamstring. These were all, yeah, literally, these were all legitimate injuries he had to deal with. You're looking at me crazy. He had three documented injuries last year, and that was those three on those types of plays. Okay. His style has always been making stuff happen with his legs and being kind of a little, a little bit of a Houdini like yourself. Yeah, he's magic. Can he continue that style of play into his mid to late 30s? Because he's 35 now. Can you change your style of play as you get older as a quarterback to allow, to to protect your body and create some longevity? Or is it you are who you are in the pocket? I mean, I don't know. I, I retired when my body was telling me get out, you know, because I played in a certain style, and I, I didn't get those huge, crazy hits, but I was always running around, hitting the ground, and, and getting after it. Um, yeah, you can still evolve and still scramble and do your thing, but it depends on how he's training. You know, is he doing that in the off season? Is he ever diving and stretching like his arms out for the first down. No, and, and landing no, on it. No, and training. I mean, you no. got to train how you play. How do you train but diving on the ground? You go play, man. You get out of the freaking gym and go jump on a trampoline and go run around and play ultimate frisbee or do something what? other than football. But in this world, if he hurt himself playing ultimate frisbee, it would be the burn. <laughs> they burn the city because it's like, oh my god, he did that. Like, can he evolve and become a pocket passer though, Jake? Well, he's always been really good in the pocket. I mean, evolve and just be only that? No. Only that, like no, for longevity man. to save his body. Uh, I think you just have to be smart when you get out of the pocket. Okay. I mean, that, I mean, Rod used to get mad at me all the time. Like, what are you doing, man? Slide. I'm like, what? I was going for the first down. He's like, it's a preseason game. It's the first <laughs> quarter. Like, I don't know, Rod. I don't have that switch. I didn't have the switch to, like, see the, the first down marker and go, oh, it's preseason. I'm going to go out of bounds. I'd go get it because – that was me. That's how I prepared to go out on Sundays and play. So, yeah, I mean, there's importance in the preseason. I hated every preseason game I played. They suck because they don't count. And I got to go out and risk my body for a game that doesn't count. But you still have to go out there and get the timing down and show your team that you, you're ready to go. So Coach Shanahan notoriously demanding on his quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. He went to Eastern Illinois. He was a quarterback. Sean Payton also went to Eastern Illinois and was a quarterback. He's also very demanding on his quarterback. <laughs> yeah. But what was it like trying to uh, trying to conform to the Shanahan vision of what a quarterback should look like? Was there some tension or friction there? At times, but Kubiak was there for a few years, which definitely helped because he could take what he was telling me and mold it into what was applicable to me. Uh, but, you know, Shanahan and I, it was a beautiful relationship. You know, we were amazing for the, for a few years. The last one, that we fell off. Again, uh, Coobs wasn't there, but uh, he demanded a lot, and, and I was okay with that. Um, you know, sometimes it's all right, though, to look back and, and say, yeah, I did good. I was good. I was good enough. We dominated, and I didn't need to do any better. And in the moment, that's what really got it hard for me is when we would we would do well, but I could always do better. Like, mm, oh, yeah. you did so good today. Look at these numbers. But, we won, but. But you could have done this. I'm like, yeah, but we won. Like, stop nitpicking <laughs> and critiquing it so much so that I can't even enjoy when I do well. Right. And do really well, actually. I mean, at a high level. So, yeah, I think. Pay- 10 and 6, 10 and 6, 13 and 3. Playoffs all three years. Yeah, I think that's AFC the championship mentality, though, right? I mean, if you don't win a Super Bowl, that's what these coaches are. Are always doing right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, man. Hey, thanks for joining us, Jake. Thanks for having me on. Your haircut looks awesome. Thank you. And we hope it goes great out there. Good to see you both, man. It's always fun to see you. All right, there he goes, Jake Plummer, friend of the show. Our broadcast from Training Camp 2023 is powered by that Ford F-150 Lightning, all electric and built for tough. All right, Sean Payton had some interesting words to say on how he's going to evaluate guys through the preseason. We'll hear from Coach Sean Payton next. 
Live from the DenverSports.com zone across from Training Camp 2023. Thanks to Con Construction and Ting Internet. Getting set for today's practice. The Players Club. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning. All electric and built Ford Tough. Yep, we are here live from Training Camp 2023 in the DenverSports.com zone. Thanks to our friends from Randy Ross Tentis, Tennis Center. Sorry, words are hard sometimes. Words are hard. All right, that was really awesome having Jake Plummer over here. And uh, we got to talk about a lot of stuff. Um, reps for quarterbacks, expectations in training camp, preseason, style of play. As a quarterback, can you change that as you go along? But one of the things we talked about, piggybacking off the number of reps for a quarterback, is the evaluation of guys on this team. Sean Payton just showed up here. Right? He doesn't know these guys from a can of paint. It's like he switched elementary schools and he, and he got on a bus, and he's a new bus. He's excited to be on this new bus, but he's looking around and thinking, who are all these people on the bus with me? I need to figure out who these guys are, and for that reason, I'm giving them all equal reps. Well, let's just hear from Sean Payton on how he's going to evaluate guys through the preseason. Everyone's got a, a story as to how they got in that first meeting, and then, but we're going to go by, you know, what we see from here, and um, I think it's important to try to remove how they got here and, and really pay attention to what you're seeing. Um, and sometimes that's harder than than it, you know, easier said than done, but. There's two elements to a team that's got a lot of history with free agents. You'd say the first part is the evaluation process. You, you know, you're finding guys that that fit certain traits. All right. Uh, is that lip service, Orlando? Or, or does he truly mean that? And is he truly trying to instill that with these coaches? Don't pay attention to the past here. We are trusting our eyes on this field. I think that it, it has to be him telling his truth. Because I don't care what Justin Simmons did last year under, you know, Coach Evero and Nathaniel Hackett. I don't care what he did under VJ, and I don't care what he did under Vance Joseph back in the day and, and Coops. I really don't. Like, I, I got to know, you know, what is Justin Simmons going to do this year? And in the game of football, there, there is so much to do with the body and so much has to do from the neck up that a person could fall off in the worst way after a year. So you kind of got to reset every single year, I believe, Nate, when you're, especially when you're a football coach and you're coming in and this is your now new football team, right? It would be different if they were a playoff team last year and you were here as the head coach. You're coming in, you got a good sense of things and you kind of understand, hey, who do I have? Who's going to be in certain positions? I think with Sean Payton now, new head coach, new coaching staff, you really come in and let's just wipe out and forget everywhere what person went to what school, how long this person's been in the league, and let's trust what they're doing each and every day on the football field. Yeah, Sean Payton was in New Orleans for 16 years. Yeah. you got to assume he wants a long tenure here. I, I know some people think he's going to be gone. Z-Mac thinks he's going to be gone in three years. I think he wants to stay for 10 and win three Super Bowls. I think that would be ideal for him. Wow. So if he stays for 10 years and retires, calls it a, calls it a, a, a career after that, who's going to remember the first month of camp in 2023? Nobody. And so if you are splitting reps with all these guys, trying to figure out who you have, setting sail on a new journey, a new voyage, and it's just the very beginning of it. Yes, once we establish who our team is, the starters are going to get all the reps. 
you know, once we start game planning. Yeah. This right now is who do I have out here? And who do they work well with? And so one day I'm going to put these guys with the ones, this guy with the ones. The next day I'm going to put this guy with the twos and switch guys around, you know, and see who works well with whom so I can see who I want on this bus with me going forward. Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. I, I think you have to create certain <clears throat> times in training camp where um, Stedham has that one offensive line but gets opportunities to throw the ball to Jerry Judy and gets the opportunity to see, you know, what Greg Dulcich could do. Can he clear it out for an underneath route for a guy like Brandon Johnson? I think you have to create that. There's nothing wrong with creating those opportunities in training camp. You also could mimic that in games as well, right? When you shut down Russ, if you go out there and have a successful drive on Friday, if you say you shut down Russell Wilson, now you get to see Sedham go out there and, and, hey, we're going to keep everything the same. Here's your opportunity. Is it going to look smooth? Are you going to be able to improvise? And, and you really could learn what you have in the players behind each and every individual like that. But at the same time, is it more about the long-term view with Sean Payton, or is it more about is Russell Wilson fixed this year and I want to come out swinging and winning football games from the get-go? Because if you want to win football games from the get-go, unfortunately, you gotta you got to tighten this thing up. And the twos and threes, they're not going to get enough reps, and they understand that. Because the ones have to get ready for week one because you're trying to win week one. It's not about we're going to wait and see where we're at after this season. No, we believe that we do have something here. We can make it to the playoffs. We can, you know, go try to make a run. and Because once you get to the postseason, Nate, you know, like I know it, anybody can win any given Sunday. They all get as money draft picks as you get. Um, they get an opportunity to bring guys in a free agency. They get an opportunity to bring guys in college free agency after the draft. And anybody could win. We just watched Cincinnati a couple of years ago shock the whole entire world. And all of a sudden they're playing for a Super Bowl when two years before they had the number one overall pick. And you're just like, what the heck? So, I mean, it, it kind of is a, based on your view, in my opinion. It can turn around quick. It sure can. And, you know, the quarterback's the one position who is not going to rotate at all during a game. Receivers rotate, tight ends, running backs, even offensive line linemen from time to time. But the quarterback is the guy who's under center every single play. You do need to create some some reliability and some sameness with who that guy is. But maybe, just maybe, Sean Payton doesn't know who that guy is yet. Ha. Wouldn't that be funny? Guys, we are here live from training camp 2023 in the denversports.com zone. Thanks to our friends from Con Construction, a commercial general contractor specializing in tenant improvement and design build projects over three decades. That's Con, K-A-H-N Construction.com. All right, this preseason game is coming up soon. It's in Arizona. Sean Payton talked about what he wants and doesn't want to see on Friday against Arizona. That's next.